welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we are so happy to have you joining in and listening to episode 49 with us today. Ooh, that is so close to 50. Ow. Yeah, what's 50, right? It's, it's big thing. <laughs> my dad will be hitting here soon yeah my old man's gonna be 50 i know uh, if you want to keep up with us during the podcast or afterwards or you keep come up with a cool story a thought through one of the stories that we're talking about or one of our talking points anything like that you are more than welcome to share that on our Facebook page, Twitter, or email. I post all those links in the description below. Uh, if you search up Relative Reaction Podcast on Google, it, it comes up with all of those different sites as well. Uh, if you search it up on the sites, you can find us. Uh, the email is relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. As always, like I said, we do check those. We absolutely adore hearing from all of you. We yes. really do. And speaking of share, if you're listening to us, please share us with your friends. Yes. Say, hey, I found this cool podcast. They just chit-chat. It's kind of cool. Listen. You have no idea how much a simple share Oh yeah. Does. Like, by that, people then see it, they click, they listen, right. they share, they click, they listen. That's really how it starts expanding and growing, and that helps us, like, just just absolutely tremendously. There truly isn't a, a word on how much that helps us. And something else that also helps us is if you go over wherever you listen to your podcasts at, whether it is Apple Pod, Podbean, Spotify, no matter where it is, if you leave a comment and give us that five-star rating, those two things really help with those algorithms to kick it up and... And get more seen on those charts as well. Mm -hmm. And then when you search in, you know, it gets a little bit, instead of searching in relative reaction to pull it up, it starts with relative and it pulls it up first. Or exactly. rel and you already have it up. And it just, it, it keeps going down that way and that really helps as well. Um, yep, yep. How are you doing this week? I am having an amazing <laughs> week. Um, since my husband has been home for three days straight, I'm not quite sure what to do. I had to reintroduce myself, but it was awesome. <laughs> uh, I've been having a pretty good week. We, we actually got a quick visit from our my sister-in-law, my wife's sister. She's a sweet girl. I like her. They were uh, driving over to D.C., and they stopped in on their way over to come see me and Carmen last night and this morning. So that was really nice getting to just sit there and chat with them last night, her and her girlfriend. And then we went out to breakfast this morning. That's and, nice. You know, got to see him a little bit there. And then unfortunately I had to go to work. Um, but while I went to work, they, my wife took him over to Gabe's, which mm -hmm. is an awesome store up here. And yeah. We were telling him about it because my sister-in-law has a, uh, my nephew, he's about to be three. And it's gorgeous. And we send him a bunch of, we send him obviously like regular toys and mm -hmm. things, but we always send some clothes to either randomly throughout the year for Christmas and birthdays. And she's always like, I love these clothes. Where do you get them? You know, where do you get so many? We're like, Gabe's like, that's, mm -hmm. that's where we find all of them. That's where we, you know, they're great price. They're good clothes. Like, and she's always wanted. So we told her anytime you come out next time, we will make sure you go to Gabe's. So we took her to Gabe's today and they both yes. fell in love with that store as well. They bought some things. Uh, half of my wardrobe is Gabe, so I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then went and said bye to them. So that, it was fun to good. at least see them, even if it wasn't for even a full day. Yeah, to, you, you at know, least have got that, to spend some time. Exactly, have that little little get-together for a second just to see them. Because they, I, I get, you know, I like I said before, Thought it was my in-laws are great, and yes. my sister, I, I absolutely love my sister and all. So it's really great to get to see 
it was kind of funny uh her saying she wanted to be the first one to sleep in your new house <laughs> that was kind of cute i like it it was pretty messed up <laughs> they got to be the first to sleep in the house because while we bought the house me and my wife have not moved in yet because we're painting and doing all the pressure good work. washing the outside yeah. and staining the stairs and as you know we have a zoo so <laughs> instead of trying to do all that with eight million pets running around and fur flying everywhere we decided exactly. let's take a couple seconds let's take a week or two get yeah. all that stuff done then we'll move in well because we're still halfway through that they have an air match they're like you know can we just stay we're like of course like it's you know, got electric in the water yeah yeah there's nothing in the house but everything's turned on it's just empty right now because we're right. all of our all of the paints are out but that's about it <laughs> So they're like, well, we have an air mattress we'll bring it anyway. So we're like, heck yeah, you know. Go for it. Free free spot. We have no problem with it. So. <laughs> but that was that was most of last night. And like I said, that was, it was fun getting to see them. Um, I got to go to a nice party on over the weekend as well. That was fun. I haven't been to just a nice grill-out style party in, Those are always I think, fun. since I moved up They're here. always so relaxed and, it you was. know what I mean? the the person who was hosting it she asked me she was like how you know did you have a good time you know or are you having a good time because i had to leave a little bit early because i had to work the next day at oh dark 30. and i told her i said you have no idea how much fun i'm having right now i said this is the most relaxed i've gotten to be in probably six eight months i said because we're you know it was just nothing i said it was so so much fun so relaxing just to sit down drink a beer bullshit with friends mm-hmm. listen to music i was like this is the most relaxing night you know <laughs> that i could have possibly imagined i got to go to a uh, food truck festival which is popping up everywhere now a days yes. you know what i mean almost every little uh, little uh city has them now and so we went to our local one and it had just tons and tons of trucks tons of good food oh yeah we got to go with my mother-in-law who i'm a i simply adore and i had a great time ate myself into a food coma which is what you're supposed to do with those things yes but it was so worth it oh and when i say like food truck festival there's like 30 trucks there if not if not more, more. yeah plus there's concerts there's like people singing you know oh yeah yeah and a ton of like pop-up stands like you know oh yeah all kinds of different stands like if you sell small things they have all those stands as well plus the 30 40 food trucks right i of course purchased from the stand you go and get a cold coffee and 10 percent of all your stuff goes to the local humane shelter so that was pretty cool and they had a really cool like little pet stand there too as well yes they did we got some cute little doggy treats and kitty treats kitty crunch yes it was cool i love those kind of places yeah i was i had a really good time there is some really amazing food there some delicious food i did like the meatball stand because it was the official meatball of the pittsburgh penguins because yeah. that's a thing uh, there's a dessert out there i had never tried before until there it was they're called chimneys they have other names in, in other languages, you know what I mean? Like another, I think they're originally, were they from Finland? Greek, I believe. Okay. They are, but they are so good. If you ever get a chance to try a chimney, try it. 
It's like a smoking hot donut wrapped around a cone and covered in powdered sugar and or cinnamon sugar. Oh, yeah, it try them. It was like a donut, a churro, and mixed in with oranges. Yes. And some, I, I, don't, I don't know. It was so well, hard to describe. It was, so it was very good. good. Delish. Yeah. I like the uh, the meatball truck because it also had like little signs and said, you know, come up and meet our balls. Yeah. <laughs> get some, get some like balls, taste like over it. balls. I was like, oh, all right, I like it. <laughs> and then I had this truck, Mac and Gold, has the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. I'd have to agree with you on that one. I mean, I love mac and cheese, and I've had some great ones. This is just, I, I don't know what the hell they do. I just I like mean, Obviously, the... it's homemade, which yes. makes it a little bit better, but they do something else that is just, I can honestly say, the best mac and cheese I've ever had. I just like those kind of festivals for the variety of food. Yes. They had everything from falafel, falafels to pierogies to pizza. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah, I like that. barbecues out there. Yes. They even had like a, a hibachi truck out yes, there. Yes, they did. A seafood truck out there. Uh, a place that you could make, that he made homemade like root beer and cream sodas. Just uh, amazing places. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether you want like appetizers, shareables, mm-hmm. desserts, drinks. They have it they all. They got it all. There's like three trucks for everything. <laughs> Delish. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, yeah. I like it. I will definitely go back to that one year after year. Yeah, <laughs> I could see making this a yearly thing. It is. It's it's so good. And what I love about it is I and I never knew this before. Some of these food truck festivals you have to pay to get in. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yes, I agree. I'm sorry, I find it crazy to pay to get into a place to pay for things. Not that I mind paying for the, the food and all, but like, no, you why kind am I of paying expect to get that. in to pay more? Like, right. that doesn't make any sense to me. And the all. one place that I went to, to the food festival, I think you were there where we paid to get in. Yeah. It was. It was like six trucks. Yeah, it was horrible. I'm not saying that six trucks is bad, but when you pay ten dollars to get in then you have to pay for all six trucks yeah. you're like why when this one is free and i'm not lying when i say there's 30 to 40 food trucks there plus exactly and boots, it's growing every plus year music plus mm-hmm. they even have a pet day on one of the days so you can bring your pet to the food truck festival yeah, see, that's awesome. They had wiener dog races this year. I didn't get to see that, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I didn't either. But, or the fireworks. That's why I said it's it's really a big, huge thing. Yeah. It's a great one. Love it. Uh, I did get to see that a, a diesel monster truck, which is the only diesel monster truck there is, jump over a plane that was flying underneath them. That was cool. I didn't get to see it live, but I that's got to see cool. it on TV, and that was cool as hell to that's watch. That's cool. I don't care who you are, that's I cool. I was like, whoa. I don't know. I, I was entertained by it. Um, I did see a cool story. It wasn't really like a full-on story. It was just an interesting thing that I saw. Um, there's a dad. I can't remember where. Somewhere up in the, the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Uh, he bought signs, just a bunch of like, you know, like the vote for blah, yes. blah, those style signs? bunch of those signs like 15 20 of them put them up all around his town and all they say is like don't give up you're not a failure keep on because they noticed that in that town i guess the suicide rate amongst teens had went up recently and he's a a single or not single sorry he's a stay-at-home father and he just like that hit really close to him seeing that that's awesome so, 
he like went out and did that just to put them all up around town. Yes, that way people you could never just look know over who you'll touch with them. And that's what he said. He's like, you never know who's struggling. So I just wanted right. to put it out there. I was like, that's awesome. That is amazing. That's awesome. Good on him. And then the weirder news, there was a video game addiction is now recognized by the World oh, Health Society. Oh, that's ridiculous. Sorry. <laughs> so I guess you saw that. I did. I'm just going to take a stab. <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, addiction, I believe. Video game addiction, yeah, but I don't think it's a disease. It's, it's not. It's, no, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I think maybe having an addictive personality could be classified as a disease, not being addicted to video. It's just, just having an addiction. That's <laughs> That's a whole other Just issue. because not... you really like something and don't want to quit, it doesn't make it an addiction. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of the definition. No. Well, you can't survive without it. You can't survive without it is the definition. You feel you can't survive without it. You can survive without freaking video game. But they feel that they cannot. Well, they're retarded. Excuse the language. <laughs> You know, I feel like our listenership could go up sometimes. <laughs> when, <laughs> well, just, 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 just sit just, over there and smile. Just saying what I feel. Just saying what I feel. <laughs> hey, it, we give you all the fair warning. If you listen to this podcast, we're going to offend you at some point. Sorry. Well, he is anyway. And, oh, piss off. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we say like it is. It's, it's, in, it's in our fucking bio. We give our overrated opinions. Yes. We know they don't matter. They don't nope. They don't last anything. But you know what, damn it? It's ours. That's right, damn it. It's our overrated opinion. I am opinions. entitled to my own overrated opinion. I'm right. You're wrong. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay if you're wrong. <laughs> it's okay. Well, we are on episode 49. <laughs> uh, 49 days is the length of a bardo, or one of the intermediate states in Buddhism. Ew. When they're dealing with uh, their uh, reincarnation. Um. Arsenal holds the record in the English Premier League with 49 straight wins from 2003 to 2004 until Dang. Manchester United finally beat them. Wow. 49 straight victories. Wow. I can't imagine how Manchester fed at, oh, felt gosh. after that game. Right. <clears throat> now, during the Manhattan Project, plutonium was simply referred to as 49. If you're a 49er, you could be a fan of the San Francisco 49ers or one who participated in the 1849 Gold Rush, California Gold Rush. Minor 49er. Best Scooby-Doo episode there was. No. It's a great one. It's an awesome one. Not my favorite. Just saying. Okay. My favorite is still the, the skeleton guy at the airstrip that was in the spacesuit. I will kindly disagree with you. You're wrong. That's okay. Um, a 49 is a party after a powwow or any gathering of American Indians held by the participants. Oh. And just like how Rocky was the only heavyweight to ever finish his career with a perfect record of 49 wins and 49 professional belts, let's make this episode a knockout. Yeah. Ain't no TKO here. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I'm, I'm working on my hype, man. That's, that's trying, good. Trying that's good. I like it. it All right. 49 heavyweight wins and 49 <laughs> professional bouts. Here's Mama Bryn. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna start here with a good old story. Now, this story takes place is, well, it doesn't exactly take place, but it's about the Netherlands. And I don't know if you're like me, but I've often wondered what the difference is between Netherlands and Holland. You know, you hear some people refer to it as Holland, some people refer to it as the Netherlands, and I was always like, is there a difference? No, Holland is what America calls it. Actually, there is a small difference. Holland is two providences that are in the Netherlands. Netherlands are the 12 providences around there. And Holland is actually only two of them. But they're commonly mixed and intertangled. But I just thought I'd clear that up because I was confused. Which doesn't happen often. (laughs) Okay. This is called Sex Abuse King. Ding, ding. <laughs> Almost, half of, <laughs> Almost half of all sexual abuses reported on the internet were hosted from none other than the Netherlands. I'm trying to figure out now why we started that with laughing jokes. He brought up sex abuse and we already started with the jokes. Like, <laughs> It's our way of us? dealing with it. Get over it. It is true, and I, I, I <laughs> that part you shouldn't be offended by. No, comedy is literally how I get over sick shit. It is a very real emotion that people use to get over things. Yeah, that that is literally my coping mechanism. Yes, it's just. A if you want to see common... me really pissed off? You'll see me laughing at anything. Yes, that's it's, my it's like... nature, baby. Anyway, reports state that forty-seven percent. That's a high-ass percent, I don't care who you are. Of all the images of sexual abuse, child sexual abuse, were from the Netherlands. Wow. Yes, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Not amazing in a good way, either. It, uh, it warned that this country is, be- is, is going to become a safe haven for all child sex abuse. That's what they're worried about now, because such high high numbers they're, they're worried about becoming almost like a ukraine exactly or uh isn't it thailand that deals a lot with uh, thailand as well? deals with a lot of all kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah the government has acknowledged this problem and it does pledge to attack uh, attack the issue but it hasn't really said how or when or anything plan or yes it's not formulated yet they just said oh yeah we have that problem well, let's get on it. This is kind of a big issue. Yeah. Something might need to be up in priorities. Right. The IWWF, which is an organization that reports child sexual abuse images on the Internet, had stated that Netherlands needs to stand up now and do what's right. They don't need to wait until the problem gets worse. They don't need to wait until other countries become involved. They really need to... Sounds like the problem's already worse, honestly. It, it, it is worse. They need to get on it right now. They believe that the services here are based here. All the services that are based here, like all those sexual abuse uh, pornography places, are because there's such a low, low cost of web hosting in the Netherlands. Which I never realized. I did not know that. Yes. It is like one of the cheapest places to host a website is in the Netherlands. Huh. I didn't know that, but this is why a lot of those places go there. Didn't realize that was like a 
I don't know, like a different cost, like it could cost enough to make it matter. Right. <laughs> so I was curious if their 47% are all from right there, where's the other percentage? What is, I, I want to get more of an idea of how big that percentage is. It turns out I looked up further and 78% of all pornography imagery is reported from Europe alone. North, just to give you an idea of how big that is, North America comes in second at only 16%. Wow. Yes. They say North America is so low, and I didn't expect us to be that low. I really didn't. But they say we are so low because the tech giants here are so quick to remove everything from the Internet that is in that way, child abuse. We're, like, so quick, like, somebody spotted it, somebody reported it, it's down. It's that quick. So they think that's why our percentage is so low. Now, when you were saying the the... 16 percent of pornography in america mm-hmm. is that the child that you're talking like child the, okay this is strictly child sexual abuse okay i just didn't know if it was if that was like an overall statistic or if no, that was I'm still sorry. along with yeah. like, alongside of the netherlands statistics that we we're talking about the united kingdom is responsible for only 0.04 percent of that 78 percent of the europe part oh yeah so, you know, they have this wee tiny little percentage. And uh, and this place, this IWF, says that's due to extremely strict laws that the United Kingdom has on their Internet, which is yes. a good thing when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. You know, people go out there and preach about, uh, you know, we have the freedom to do this and the freedom to do that. But unfortunately, under those Freedom Acts, some things fall through the loops, and this is one of them. Oh, and they will find a loophole. Oh, gosh, yes. Very much so. Just I like could not agree the, with you more the, there. This is actually a throwback to this one of the first episodes when you were talking about the dark web. Mm-hmm. It was in, like, the first ten episodes or yeah. so. But it, that's where a lot of that goes under. Is right. The people that are dealing with that kind of stuff, they will. They know all the loopholes better than you do. Oh, yes. They will find every loophole they imaginable know the, the to do whatever loopholes, they want. Right. They know those loopholes better than any judge, jury defendant that yeah it's crazy now this iwf has offered to help the netherlands government see if they cannot lower that percentage rate so far they have not accepted but they're they said the offer is there why would you accept if you're saying you're gonna help i guess they feel they want to do it inwardly like in country which is crazy to me the IWF, I cannot, I looked and looked at what this could stand for, and I couldn't find it, but I know that the W indicates world, hence, you know, it's it it kind of blankets over the entire world. Oh, I thought that was the I. I thought it was going to be international something. For uh, the internet. I guess internet. internet world freedom? Internet world freedom? I don't fucking it's just Do you know a, what IWF means? Please let us know. Yeah. It's just a staggering percentage. And Netherlands, chill the hell out with that stuff. Just telling you. I know it's nasty people from other countries going over there and getting the web name, but stop it. Yeah, still, still. Find, find stop a way. It. Please. Uh, over to my first story is going to be the Bearded Pastafarian. All right. So, Tell me about it, Mon. No, sorry. <clears throat> uh, uh, E4 in the Army. Okay. Uh, was 
told that he could was denied having a beard. Obviously, yes. as you know, in the American military, you are not allowed to have facial hair. You have to have no. clean shaven. And there are very specific waivers. Right. Um, some people, for medical issues, mm-hmm. they have to keep it... They still have to keep it trimmed so much and whatnot. Right. But, like, there's, there's different waivers you can have. And if you remember... There was a six. Really easy for you to say. Soldier. That is like for some reason those words don't want to go together for me. Uh, That was approved to have the beard for his religion, and that happened. Oh, I think about a year or two ago now. There was like a little a a group of them, and there's not many of them, but they were saying, you know, we want to serve. This is a religious, and they're trying to like find you the common ground. They got a waiver for their beard. Yeah, the common ground to shave. So, that was kind of, you know, up there, it happened, it's accepted. Well, since, oh, it was in 2017, that was a lot. So, since the Army allowed that in 2017, uh, it kind of, you know, caused a little bit of a stir. Some people always want to push rules because no one can just leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they got a push to use religion to skip sha- shaving when a Norse pagan soldier was granted the ability to grow facial hair as well. I call bullshit! In your observance, in observance, your heathen Norse pagan faith, you may wear a beard in accordance with the army uniform and grooming standards for soldiers approved by the re- religious accommodations according to Colonel Curtis Schroeder. Was that, that was the authorization that he got. If you're not willing to follow the rules, don't. Join the service. So then there was the third time, and that's the one we're going to talk about. Uh, the specialist John Hoskins applied for a beard exemption earlier this year in regards to his devotion to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, the meme-based faith that we all know as Pastafarian. Uh, needless to say, it didn't go well. Now, if you don't know much about Pastafar- Pastafarianism, uh, it began around 2005 when a physics graduate from Kansas State uh, demanded that all faiths should be taught if the state is willing to push the intelligent design. They have to teach all faiths, etc., etc. Yada, yada, uh, yada. This would include lessons featuring a universe creating invisible spaghetti monster. So when he didn't get the answer he wanted, he posted the document online, which became a meme and eventually turned into a religion for non-religion-believing people-ish, sort of, kind of, in a way. Uh, I don't know. You also might know it as if you look on driver's license, some people have like a uh, posture strainer on their head because uh-huh. you're not allowed to wear a hat during a license photo, but that's a religious hat because you're a Pastafarian. This is just ridiculous. And people, what the hell? So he did make one error though. Yeah. He, put he the, lived. Well, oh, I. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with his air was that he chose Pasifarianism that they don't require a beard. It's really hard to put in for a religious beard waiver when your religion that you're claiming doesn't re- require a, a, a beard. Real crucial air. <laughs> my helmet won't fit over my strainer. <laughs> so, I... I I think I've already gotten your opinion. I don't know if I need to go much further into that story. <laughs> Just story, let you know how I feel. The story was initially to hear about the opinions of the thoughts of that, but I think we found it out. 
Um, I, I, I will say this. I think that part of what's nice about our military is it is uniform. I think uniformity is a big thing in, in becoming a team and a family. Uh, I don't fully disagree with allowing certain soldiers to have the beards like the six. I disagree. Um, I think we, we know. Yeah, okay. We know. <laughs> Unless uh, it's a medical I, reason, we, we shave know. your damn face. We know. I don't... And I've seen some women... Oh, my that, God! Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I fully agree with having beard waivers for religious purposes just because I, I like the uniformity. But I also agree or believe in as much as it's not my religion. I also believe in having religious freedom. And if that is your religion, that is your religion. So I'm, I'm kind of torn on that spot. Um, however, this pasta farting and shit. That's too far. It's dumb. It's a, it was a funny joke in 2005. Now it's just stupid. Now people... I, Though I, you got the Mormons out there who believe they're going to have their own planet. So what the hell? And okay, freaking see, magical underwear and shit. You're going really, really... I'm sorry, am I offending people? Too bad. You're almost offending me and I'm none of the above. <laughs> I've I mean, seen you walk around here with a strainer on your head. You're, you're getting like, you're just getting harsh on I'm on just everyone. saying... If it's not yours, it's wrong? No, no, not, not at all. But I'm saying, if you are in a religion that you feel to grow facial hair, like the Amish and all they're very real on their facial hair and such, you know. Fine. That's awesome. Don't join the service. Don't join a place where you have to have your face shaven. Yeah. I, I, I Plain would agree and with that statement. That's why I said that's why I'm torn about it because I want the religious freedom to be able to, you know what I mean, to do don't go and join the service when you have to have a beard, knowing you're not allowed to have a beard. Join the service and then say, I want my beard. No, bitch, get out. Yeah, but then you went on a, on a tangent with all kinds of other people, too. Well, I'm sorry. The magical underwear thing gets me. I can't help it. I, I will stand right here and say, magical underwear? That's ridiculous. My wife says I have magical underwear sometimes. <laughs> They magically come off really quickly around her. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying my religion is greater than any other religion or that you don't have any right to believe in whatever the hell you want or believe in nothing. Whatever your choice is, is your choice. No, but the, don't... In, I don't feel they have the right to come into something that is already set and change it simply because... Of their religion, I don't feel that they should. Uh, the the thing that bothers me about the Pasifarian specifically is it's not a religion. It was literally a fake religion a created as a meme to prove a point. Yes. Now, I'm not trying to say that it wasn't there to prove a point initially because it was that if mm-hmm. you're going to teach everything, you got to teach something like this. And I get that, but right. it was to prove a point. It was very openly. It was never meant to be a a. a a truly, you know, thought through thing. It was literally there as a, it's a fake, it, it's advertised as a fake religion to prove a point. Mm-hmm. So, when you wear a fucking strain on your head, just so you can prove the system wrong, it's I can wear a hat because I'm pot the fuck. Shut the fuck up and take your goddamn license photo. 
This is, it's getting out of hand and it's ridiculous. And um, we have a bunch of, if you ask me, we have a bunch of yellow folk out there, yellow meaning cowardly, that don't want to stand up and, and, and just put their foot down and say, enough's enough. That was one of the oldest things I think I've ever heard you say. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that. <laughs> like, well, not everybody never, does. Huh, interesting. You guys let I, us know did what your I take thoughts my are. medicine today? I don't think you did, honestly. <laughs> you, I, I'm about to give you a I'm fucking... I'm just a little angry today, and I don't know why. I had a wonderful usually day. It's, usually it's me that's angry. Uh, yeah, it is. You with the little gloom cloud and the ziggy. And... Usually I come in hot on podcasts. I don't know what the hell's on with you I don't you know. You I are... took my medicine, had a wonderful day. Well, then don't. <laughs> Like, I don't know what's what's going on. <laughs> You're the one that's usually the friendly and the happy and the everything's perfect. I admit- magical unicorn shit over here, and I feel like I have to keep it sane. I'm not good at doing that. I'm the angry person. <laughs> I think you're, you're getting angrier the by the moment. <laughs> it's because you're ruining everything I stand for. I'm still in this cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Get in my goddamn rain cloud. <laughs> Uh, you have to let us know what you think. Like I said, I am happy uh, the, the, the pasta farting guy got tonight because I feel like, you know, when it's a fake religion that doesn't require you to wear a beard, maybe you should have chose a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> just a personal thing. You know, whatever. Oh, and that's the sound of us touching down. Yeah, Maybe that's why we were angry because we had a long flight today to take. Yes, it was a long flight. And, you know, we just... Sometimes after flying, you just get a little angry. You had that annoying infant on the plane that wouldn't shut the hell up that needed to be thrown outside the emergency exit. No one would do it because that's apparently wrong. So you come that's down. That's not politically correct. You barely caught your, your layover because you had that really short one. You had to run over to the other terminal. So you're tired. You're exhausted. You were up at the for the red eye. You hit your elbows landed. in the bathroom trying to pee. <laughs> but we finally landed. We have touched down for the very last yes. week of International Package Thoughts. We did this all throughout the month of May. We started out close to home. We didn't even really have to fly. We just kind of took a really nice long road trip. Yes. Went to Canada, went down to Mexico. We, we had got a on a plane, trip. flew all the way across the Pacific over to Japan. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of touched over into Europe. Yep, went so we over did. to France and England. We went under that cool underground tunnel. That was fun going under the channel like that. That was really cool. Then we came back over. We just just hopped down over into Turkey last we week, and now we're gonna pop. Berhaba. Now we're gonna pop right back up a little bit north of that, and we have the very last week is also another theme week. It's gonna be crunchy week. We're going back into Europe, guys. Yes, crunchy, crunchy, crunch, uh, crunch. Ow! We landed. Uh, oh, oh. In just, the motherland. Just no. Fatherland. Fatherland. I was so close. It's the only fatherland in the world. Right. Damn it. Okay. See, I knew, and I just das had a good Das Vater. Ich liebe Deutschland, and that's where we are. We're in Germany. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we're in Germany, we say Verpacka Gandanken. Oh no! There's no way that's what it said. Are you sure? Because there think is that's no way. Said. Okay, he speaks a little German. I'll let him read it, but I'm telling you, I nailed it, folks. Your pocket for Doctin. See, I nailed it. 
As long as you say it with confidence, you nail it. And I nailed it. Well, you you sounded angry. Like, I was scared. <laughs> the whole German language sounds angry. Nine. Nine. Uh, nine. See, right there. Angry. Nine. Bitter. And that means something nice. That's and I just you, like, spit all it. over the microphone. <laughs> Bitter. Tschüss. Tschüss. How is tschüss angry? Tschüss. Tschüss. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> ich liebe dich. How feed the same makes me think of like Heidi. Du bist ein groß doof. That one just means you're a big idiot. <laughs> but you said it so pleasantly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. The confidence level. We are going to Deutschland Kutsch. Deutschland Kutsch. Yes, it means German, German cuisine. Kitchen. Oh, I was oh, close, baby. Oh, Kusha, because that's cook. So yes, cuisine. German cuisine. We are going to try some delicious, I hope, peanut puffs. They're crunchy corn snacks with freshly ground peanuts, imported from Germany. Only available at Aldi's during German Week, held once, maybe twice, every year. Visit your local Aldi's. Aldi sponsor us. I didn't realize they had German Week. Uh-huh. Why would they have German Week? Their German store shouldn't every week be German Week? Well, one week or two weeks a year, uh, your local Aldi's will have what they call German Week and import stuff that they normally don't carry that's not a big seller year-round. And Which, things by the way, fly me. off the shelves. It really, really irritated me. When I first moved back to America, I moved back from America from Germany. And I went to Aldi's because I was like, it wasn't the store I went to when I was in Germany. I went to Riva, mm -hmm. but or Lidl, or just depending where I was. But I was like, finally, I, I at least know it's a German store. I can find some of the things that I got used to and were part right. of my life. Mm -hmm. What I cooked with, what I ate, I can go to Aldi's and get it. And I went there, and there was no fucking German shit. Yeah, there was very There was little. more Mexican shit than German. And I'm like, yeah. I, it's a German. I came here because I needed my, my food that I cook. I needed my schnitzel breading. My strittel. You just sound weird. Ein Eat Berliner bitte. What? Ein Berliner bitte. One donut, please. That's all you need to know if you go over there. Trust me. Okay. Should now, these be. things kind of look like a, a Cheeto. Yeah. But instead of cheese, they're just like peanut butter. Like a big butter. elbow noodle. Yeah. So, they do definitely smell peanut buttery. Yes. Crunchy like a Cheeto. Definitely peanut butter. Yeah. If you mm. don't like peanut butter, this ain't your your treat, baby. I like them. Of they course taste like you eating would. salted peanuts. Yes, they do. Mm. Yes, they do. It's good. Oh, I like. Tastes that. like a handful of salted peanuts. Very good. Oh, I know that tastes amazing. We're gonna take a quick flight from Deutschland. 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 I was so close. We to the Netherlands. Drive, you can just drive up there. Oh. Okay. Well, then we're just going to drive. What the I hell? Mean, why not? Yeah. It's just it's just an hour or something. Right yeah, now. we'll just drive up there. What the hell? Check out the local scenery. You know. Go back to where I lived over in the <laughs> We are going to try some specially selected baked cheese bites. Also, these products are only sold at Aldi's. Aldi's sponsor us. <laughs> just saying. Ooh, these are like little I'm not slugs <laughs> with warts warted slugs warted slugs uh, <laughs> these are made in a Dutch bakery since 1849 there are four cheeses on these little baked cheese bites Gouda 
how do you say it? Edom or Edom? Cheese? Edom? 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 I don't know how you say it, but Italian Parmesan and Grana Padana. What? That's the fourth kind of cheese. So you got Adam Formaggio? Adam Gouda. It's a Gouda, Gouda cheese. Italian Parmesan and Grana oh, I Padano. <laughs> I see it. It's on the back here. <laughs> Idiot. I wasn't reading the fucking box. I like these. Plus, like I knew it was I four cheeses. Like it says these. Quattro Formaggio. Pretty self-explanatory. It's going to be four. I mean, just saying. I think they're pretty dead on taste. No, I actually like those a lot. Very cheesy, and, and I like that. I was surprised how, like... Sometimes when they're crunchy, they're almost like too crumbly and they break and mm -hmm. it's hard to eat. These ones like kind of melt in your mouth still. Mm -hmm. mm, I like good. these. I like those. I would I would have those again. Yeah, both of those are found only exclusively at your local Aldi's. Oh. Visit us today. I like those baked cheese bites. Mm-hmm. I did too. I can't remember the price of either of these, but neither were expensive. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. Hmm. I like both of them. I did too. Those are quite yummy. That was a very good end to an international package. Thoughts, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, you will have to let us know not only about our stories and all this week. Let us know your final thoughts over the international package thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm being perfectly honest. Let us know what you thought of this month on doing. Was it good? Was it bad? Was there something you, you liked about it but wanted to change? Like, just... Just let us know so that we know for the future what to to gear package thoughts toward. Because that was kind of a, a trial run for us was to do yeah. this month theme. We done I it, liked it. We done it last year in October for mm -hmm. the pumpkin. Um, it went over pretty well. So we wanted to try it with something else. Right. Kind of dip our toe back in, see how an international month went. So we want to know what your thoughts are, how it, how it played out for you. Uh, if it's something we should look more and more into or not. So let us know. Yeah. Hmm. Get over to one of their stories. All right. My next story is, what's the Pittsburgh-Netherlands connection? What? You say? Oh, I'm going to tell you, baby. See, we're right outside of Pittsburgh where uh, we record from. So I thought it was pretty cool that I actually found a story that connected Pittsburgh and the Netherlands where we went to for, you know, our uh, package thoughts. That is pretty cool. Uh -huh. A 400-year-old Bible was stolen from the Carnegie Library in Pittsburgh. You know what I thought of? You didn't tell us how to say package thoughts in Dutch. It was basically the same as German. It was so similar. That's the only reason I didn't. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was extremely similar. Okay, so both start with Pacts. Yes. Uh, Deutsch is Gerdanken, and Dutch is Gerdachten. Yes, that's why I said it was extremely close. So you want an unk or an ox? Unk or ox? All right, now that my throat's cleared. Anyway, pack <laughs> thoughts, Carnegie, shit like that. Yeah, Dutchland, yeah, what we said. Dutchland, fuck me. <laughs> library in Pittsburgh, the Carnegie Library, huge, in Pittsburgh, has been recovered. This Bible that was stolen has been recovered. Where you ask? Why, in the Netherlands, of course. <laughs> Isn't that cool? See the connection? Pittsburgh, Netherlands, Pittsburgh, Netherlands. Yeah, that was part of the story title. Okay, it was good stuff. <laughs> anyway, the FBI returned this stolen 400-year-old Geneva Bible dating back to 1615. 
similar to those brought over on the Mayflower. Huh. So that's pretty cool. This Bible, which many consider a work of art just because of how old it is and such, oh, yeah. was among 300 rare books that were discovered missing from the Carnegie Library. A former archivist of the library is accused of stealing more than $8 million worth of books. That's a lot of money. Only 18 of the books have been recovered thus far. Wow. Yes. The Pilgrim Museum, which is in the Netherlands, and um, they purchased this Bible uh, privately from a private seller, but once they found out that it had been stolen, they reported it to the FBI, and the FBI brought it back home to the Carnegie Library. Well, I mean, I get to see that, because that's museum to museum. They would... They wouldn't right. want you to steal something out of their museum and sell it and not, like... Exactly. I'm sure they understand the concept that they bought it from, which you do all the time. You buy it from private dealers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have something interesting for a specific museum. It's perfect. The FBI believes that the rest of the stolen books are privately are probably in private collections oh, out I'm there. Oh, sure. Yeah. People like marketing. Mm-hmm. Probably got... Not even a fourth of what some of them books are worth. I don't know. know. Yep. The Carnegie Library has closed the room that all these items were stolen from, and they still, as of this time, as of this date, have no plans to reopen said room. Really? Since the books were stolen. And they are probably not going to display this Bible anytime soon. So what's the point of having it? I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. These are a work of art. These books are, you know, just amazingly old and a part of our history, and it's a shame that somebody stole them. Yeah. Well, my second story is going to be Music High. Yeah. All right. You back in the Rastafarian now instead of Pastafarian. Yeah. <laughs> well, so there is this gentleman. Elliot Curtis, he's the broadcast operations manager for KPIX Television. Okay. Um, and he recently undertook a cool project. Okay. He was going to restore a vintage uh, Bucula Model 100 modular synthesizer. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool as shit. It's it's a synthesizer mm-hmm. from the 19th, or I want to say it's actually from the 1950s. Oh, cool. Exactly. It came from the University of, or sorry, it came from Cal, Cal State University, East Bay. Mm-hmm. It's been there since the 60s. Uh, and he came across it. It's just been, it's been sitting in a cold, dark room, you know, just kind of stored away. Yeah. Well, he lugged it home and began repairing it. He was going to, you know, get it all nice up and going again. That's that was cool. kind of his new project. Snack, man. And after opening the red panel module on the synth, he noticed there was like a crust or a crist, uh, crystalline residue on it. Uh-oh. So naturally, you do what any person does when you're fixing up an old instrument. You spray a little bit of cleaner on it. You pick at the residue with your finger. You know, you kind of right. knock it out because you're trying to get it all nice and pretty again. You mm-hmm. just think it's been sitting in a dark room for how long? Whatever. You go over there. Well, so that's what he done. And then after he, you know, was sitting there trying to slide it, scratch it off, about 45 minutes later, he started to feel some tingling. <laughs> And that was the beginning of a nine-hour acid trip for this guy. 
Oh, you go, baby. This wasn't even from the 60s. This is from the 50s. Three individual chemical tests identify the substance on the synth as LSD. Yeah. An anonymous LSD researcher explained what happened. He said, it turns out when stored in a cool, dark place, LSD remains potent for decades. Damn. Obviously. <laughs> on top of that, there's written evidence from Albert Hoffman, who is the first person to ingest LSD, that he actually believed it can be ingested through the skin. But it's hard to believe the person who was ingesting LSD for the first time. They were yeah, but a he was doing it... Uh, purely for scientific reasons, the first person that did the LSD. Yeah, but you gotta understand, I'm sure there was a lot of things he was believing after... Oh, I'm sure he was believing a whole lot of LSD. shit! Uh, so what was the LSD the doing on the instrument in the first place? on my glasses, I love it. <laughs> so what was the LSD doing on the instrument in the first place? Nobody knows. I mean, there's plenty of theories. Uh, but look no further than Don Bukla, the instrument's inventor. Not only was... Bukla, part of the 60s counterculture at large, <laughs> but his since en ended up on old school buses purchased by LSD advocate Ken Kesey and his followers in 66. During Kesey's acid tests at Winterland on Halloween, electronic sounds interrupted an interview with Kesey. Additionally, Bukla was a friend of o Osley Stanley, the Grateful Dead sound engineer and infamous manufacturer of the extremely pure strain of LSD, possibly the best LSD strain out there that they say. Ooh. What are they, you known for? Best LSD ever. Have you heard the Grateful Dead? It, yeah. They're sound engineer. I mean, that's what are you yeah. expecting? Yeah. Okay. Those Good looking point. for a similar experience Dead heads look elsewhere. Just quit listening. Because Curtis did finish cleaning the vintage model for good. And this time around, he made sure he had some gloves on. I wouldn't. No. Shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'd be like, to... I cannot be bothered. I'm going to clean. Excuse me for a couple days. <laughs> I would have to know how his nine-hour trip went. I'd be cleaning that sucker with my tongue. What the hell? No, I never wanted to do LSD. <laughs> no, that I shit, have never either. That's, that's, that's not good shit. <laughs> that goes in like your spinal fluid and you can have flare-ups for the rest of your life after one yes you, if you were to lit one stamp right like, you can have that shit for the rest of your life mm -hmm. that ain't nothing to fuck with i could I not agree more i would never want shrooms. to i i joke and tease shrooms but at least never. don't stay with you forever and ever no 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 <laughs> and you still get all the nice visuals <laughs> that's a good Definition. Shreams, baby. But I just thought that was an interesting story. I like story. it. But oh, it does I... make you kind of wonder, was it there from the events from Mr. Bukla? Was it there from when it was bought over by the Keesley guy? Was it the Grateful Dead dude? Like, you know, where where did it come from? I mean, it's been in the Cal State since the 60s, so God only knows. It's not like you pay attention to who put it in there. That was how many years ago? Right. You just found it to start cleaning it. And I would have done the same thing. I would have picked it off my finger. Well, yeah, exactly. You're cleaning an old synthesizer. The first thought of your mind does not go straight to LSD. Not no. saying it's your last thought. Still yeah. synthesizer. But not your first. <laughs> At least it shouldn't be. Okay. We know what that means, babies. Last clip. Clip, 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 clip. Okay. That I was know really you can't see me, but I am shaking my head at her. <laughs> okay, for the last clip, I'm going to go over to the fatherland.
I didn't say that with a German. That was more like an Irish accent, wasn't it? Or Scottish. Yeah, kind that wasn't of. That not even close. You didn't really get the, the Vata, Das Vata. No. Das. das I needed to be angrier. Damn it. Oh, you were Repeat your first earlier. story. No. <laughs> I didn't want to repeat my first story. I don't want to repeat what I was in my talking points. I don't want to repeat most of today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was emotionally abusive today, and I apologize to all. Psych. No. Uh, my last story is called German Pawn. A 14-year-old German teenager wanted to become a man and do it quickly. <laughs> he and his 14-year-old friend stole his mother's jewelry worth about 3,000 euro and pawned it all for 300 euro. Man, who's ripping off them kids? Uh, the pawn shop owner, obviously. Like, I mean, rip them off a little bit, you a pawn shop, teach them some life lessons, but that's a lot of, that's a, that's a big rip off. Like, you had to feel bad about that. <laughs> no, not the kid who stole his mother's jewelry and just pawned it, huh? Oh, whatever. Yeah, he was all right. It's just kid stuff. Sure. Oh, yeah, because pawn shops deal with such great people on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, yes, of course, honest, trustworthy. Uh, why you asked did he steal the 300 the 3000 uh euro jewelry well he wanted to finance a several trips to the local brothel that's right folks my man that's right he wanted to become man i wish i knew how to say man in germany cuz this would really come in handy yeah. right now in german not german Herr. Because I could say it in Germany. Herr. Herr. H-E-R-R. Herr. Herr. That's, that's man. Oh, okay. It sounds like a... <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say that. All right, nonetheless, <clears throat> I'll keep that one to myself. That's a, a first. <laughs> a police spokesman stated that the mother is pressing charges against her son. She would like to teach him a lesson. The 14-year-old admits to the theft, and he also admits to where he went and spent the money that he got from the My theft. My man. <laughs> he and his 14-year-old friend, I'm sure they had good times, good times. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Police said the bigger issue of all of this here is that... Everybody in school is jealous? Yeah, that too. While prostitution is legal in Germany... The clients years. must be 18 years or older to partake in said brothels. Yeah, there's that. Yes. What's, um, where were they at in Germany? It didn't give a specific oh, place. I, I, I do want to just forewarn you people, if you ever go over to Germany, you want to go to pubs, not bars. No, you want to go to bars. No, you don't. Hell yeah. <laughs> but if you see red lights around there, you get in that shit. <laughs> Pubs are where you go to get a drink. Bars are where you go to... Uh, get a drink. <laughs> Quench that thirst, baby. Go to a bar. <laughs> get you a little something more than a drink. <clears throat> no, okay. But if you're just looking for a beer, I guess a ghost house would be a lot better for there you. There you go. The operator of the brothel said that she quickly turned both boys away because she could tell that they were well below the age limit well, but happened? both 14 year olds dispute this because as we all know men always tell the truth about their sexual escapades okay well they knew that she was 
they were well below the age limit because the dick was not well below their knees. We know that. Like, this fucking, you know, his voice still cracking. He's going, can I have some sex, ma'am? You made me look, whoa. That's the, wow. Did you just show me your breast? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just thought that was a cute little story. You know they're <laughs> like the talk of their their classroom right now. All the other boys are like, dude, y'all rock! Well, my last clip of the day, we're going to go to Watch and Wine. Now, in Plano, Texas, okay, there is a theater that I really want to go visit. Okay. We all wish that we could bring our dogs everywhere. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. I know I wish it... I got used to being in Germany, yes. where I did bring my dog everywhere. Lucy went with me to yes. restaurants, to stores. There wasn't anywhere she didn't go with me. No, you could take your dog just literally about anywhere in Germany. The only place they weren't ever really allowed was grocery stores, and even then, some of them you could. Yeah, some of them. But any, if it was like a, a store that had groceries in it but wasn't a grocery store, dogs could go in mm-hmm. any like uh, lumber store, the pet store, clothing stores, I went in anything. restaurants all the time. Always, Lucy always went with me to go out to eat. She came and sat mm-hmm. down next They to can me. sit right next to you on your, in the booth mm-hmm. at the restaurants. I love it. Now, there's a movie theater in Texas allowing people to bring their furry friends to enjoy Aww. their favorite flick together. K9 Cinemas in Plano provides a place for dog lovers to watch their favorite movies with their K9 companions. And that. if for some reason you still are kind of on the fence about it, which I don't know why, because that's a big enough selling yeah. point for me, they all, they uh, the tickets you buy come with all the wine you could drink. That's right. Bottomless wine. The theater is as dog-friendly as it gets with comfy sofas to lounge and even delicious treats for your dogs so you don't have to share your popcorn. The tickets are $5 for dogs, $9 for kids, and twelve fifty for adults. I so in all so honesty, go. they're the same price as yeah. most other movie theaters. Yes, very much. Um, obviously, with this being slightly different theater, there are a couple rules. Mm-hmm. You do have to clean up after your pet. Oh, of course. And you must bring papers proving that they're up to date on all their shots. Sounds like a deal. So, the canine cinema founder, Eric Longford, left the pharmaceutical world to open up the pup-friendly theater in 2018. I love you, Eric. Right. I wanted to do something that made me feel happy for once instead of just chasing money and create, yes. something, that, and create something that made myself and others happy. I love this man. The theater does not show any new film releases, but there are theme nights like karaoke margarita night or bring your dog to church night. So... <laughs> And I, I hope that this kind of spreads out and there's starting to even be new release theaters. Oh, yes. That don't have it. So, like I said, the prices are about the same for a normal theater, but the difference is it won't be, you're not going to see the newest movie out. Oh, you know, they're just, I couldn't even care. They're replaying, you know, whatever movie they have. So that's kind of like the give and take. You know, you're paying the same yes. price, you get cool things, but the movie's also not going to be your like the brand new movie release. you're coming out to see. All I can say is, Eric, if you are out there and listening, you are invited to my house at dinner anytime. I would love to go there. I mean, they show, like, the pictures of, like, the sofas oh, I and would, all. I would love this. I would so love this. And I love that, like, one of their pictures they have up to, like, advertise them <laughs> yeah. is a dog holding his ticket. I love it in his mouth. I love it. I, I want to go here in a Plano, Texas with my dog. Ever so badly. Oh, you have gosh, no idea. yes. 
that what is better in life than I can watch a movie with Lucy and have endless wine? I agree. That sounds like a one hell of a night. Me and my dog could get wine drunk and watch movie all day. That would be awesome. Your dog would be asleep in about two seconds. Uh huh. But what's awesome <laughs> is when I watch movies at home. She does. She loves to watch movies with me. She'll sleep on my lap. Mm-hmm. So that means I could watch the whole movie and just be petting her and kicking back. Having yourself a good time. Mm-hmm. I think that is awesome. I love this man. The only question I have is they say they have kid tickets, mm-hmm. but endless wine. Mm. I would rather I not have children that. there because, well, I don't want... Right. The only fucking child I want there is my is my dog. My furry is, your, is your furry child. I don't want to spawns okay we know how you feel about children but no i'm the bad person because i feel you got to shave you see it wasn't the shave thing that got me <laughs> that was an opinion i was all right with I oh mean, the, the magic underwear and the way you brought it about yeah 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 the magic underwear got him <laughs> the magic freaking underwear got him i'm just saying you know if you need to i don't i don't need any of the fucking little Vagina monsters roaming around in the movie when I'm trying to enjoy it with my dog and wine. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. But God, was... I'm going to be one sad grandma. No, you'll be a happy grandma. You can have a damn, <laughs> damn kid. Let me get the tax write-off. What's bad is me and my wife really do want kids. <laughs> pray for the child. Eh, pray for the wicked. <laughs> it's a good album. Um... <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening. In. Yep, yep. Those were my stories. Uh, we went all. I went all over the board this week. I know last week I kind of went with the whole food thing without meaning to, but I did. I wasn't feeling as fat this week apparently because I went back to being all over the place with different styles, styles of stories. Uh, you have to let us know what you think. I hope we made you laugh. I hope yes. uh, you still listened, even though Mama Brent was for some reason the angry one today. I know that probably threw a that lot of people was a off. Angry, and I took my medicine. I swear, people. I, I was I was actually happy and it was it was weird. <laughs> it was a weird fucked up week, man. Way Maybe I got May. a hold of some of that that uh, LSD that's been. No, you wouldn't be angry that you would. <laughs> we would have had the most visual like visual podcast you could have without being an actual video. You would have been describing all kinds of shit. This fucking mic, it's like shiny. It has like... <laughs> it's like talking to me. I love it. Can you hear it? It's like whispering just to me. I Do you think it. you would be one of those? Or like some people like get on LSD and hallucinogens and they get scared because everything's attacked yeah. and they end up crying in a corner for nine hours. I hope I'm not that kind. That would be the boring kind. If I'm well, not pay. boring, but like... <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna pay for a good time, damn it, I want a good time. <laughs> I'm not stealing my mother's jewelry for nothing. Oh, <laughs> my heroes. <laughs> oh, I had a blast traveling the world with you this month as far yes. as Package Thoughts goes. That was fun, fun, fun. Uh, next week, our Package Thoughts will be back to your regular mm-hmm. ones. Uh, keep listening out, because in a couple weeks we are going to have our one-year anniversary. Um, next week... I am going to, we're, we're going to, I think next week we're going to start letting you in on a little bit of the secrets and start getting you a little bit hyped up and getting some info set up for it. So yep, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I know we've been talking about it for shit. It feels like four or five months already. It does. Feel but like I am, well, yeah. I am getting excited for it. It's I going to too. be a blast. 
Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen in next week. We will be back. We'll have another fun, fun episode. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in America for Package Thoughts. Back home for us. Back Trying home. Trying something else delicious. Yes. Um, thank you all for listening. I had a blast. Mm-hmm. Please comment, tweet, email, whatever you have to do. Tell give a us friend. a five-star comment. Tell a friend. Please share. Make it at the, the goal this week to just share it once on any platform. I don't care what platform you do it. And even if you don't do it on a social media platform, share it in person. That works too. Find some way to share it this week, whether it be through Facebook, Twitter, email someone the link, or just tell your buddy to look there up another reaction. Uh, we do love, love, love our animals. Yes. That's why I want to go oh, watch a movie with my dog and drink endless wine because I could so get my twelve fifty worth out of that. Yes. Except his dog would be trying to steal the wine. His dog's an elky. Okay, so I would get my twelve fifty, she would get her five bucks out of it. <laughs> I still see nothing wrong with it. We would break ahead and get a movie out of the deal. Um, make sure you help control the pet population, mm-hmm. spay and neuter your pets and, and some, some of your, your relatives. relatives. Like apparently in case they have magic underwear. They might need spade. If your relative has magical armor, we'll kick them the hell out of the family. Off. Or if they want to shave and have a beard <laughs> on their face, that's bad. There's all kinds Take of your underwear off and shave, is what I'm saying.